When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Are we getting closer finally to a landing spot for Deshaun Watson? It looks like it might be the case. It's Chris Carlin. It's Courtney Cronin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, the ESPN app, and of course, on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, Chris. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Um, I know last night was probably a little rough for you, so I just want to ask you something. Driving with the right hand toward the basket. He's under the hoop. His shot. Block. Offensive rebound. Atkinson scores. 1.4 seconds left. Baker does not get off a shot. Notre Dame is headed to San Diego as Atkinson's put back. With less than two seconds to go in double overtime, gives Notre Dame an 89-87 win. Are you doing okay over there? I, I see you through the Zoom right now, and you're and you're shaking your you're scratching your head. You look you look distraught. Uh, that call courtesy of Westwood One NCAA Radio Network. Chris's Rutgers uh, uh, Scarlet Knights team no longer in the NCAA tournament. They lost in the first four game to Notre Dame a thrilling finish that I even stayed up to watch so I just want to make sure are you okay over there not great not great you're wearing a Rutgers sweatshirt though so you're still repping the home team it was the first thing I found this morning okay I don't believe <laughs> uh, that, honestly okay. yeah honestly I listen I, I I won't get into the particulars of it 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 is pain that I have not felt as a sports fan in an exceptionally long time that's a painful way for them to lose. I it was, give you that. Yes. It was very – double overtime. I was uh, – my plane ticket was booked. My wife and I were headed for San Diego later today. If, in fact, they would won, I was all – amazing seats for the game tomorrow. I couldn't have been more fired up for it. And it just – Courtney, like, I just – I don't um, – I don't know. I, I, I'm here – the red light's on. Let's do a show. It's going to be a day filled with pain. It kept me up until until 2.15 in the morning. I did not fall asleep until 2.15 in the morning. So, Well, as long as I can hear about Ron Harper Jr. at the same clip that we heard him, about him before yesterday's loss, I'm happy about it because he's an exciting <laughs> player. I even got into the game last night. I have no ties to Rutgers. Yes, it was, it was exciting. It was a wonderful game. It was so great. That's awesome. Courtney, let's talk about Deshaun Watson <laughs> because my pain is not going away anytime soon. And it sounds more and more, in fact, in the last few minutes, like we are getting closer to Deshaun Watson landing somewhere. This according to Nick Underhill, who covers the uh, New Orleans Saints. The Saints met with Deshaun Watson a second time last night and this morning, They have restructured four other contracts. 
to try to get as much cap room as they can. They are down to, uh, they are up to $29.9 million. So perhaps we are getting closer to the resolution. First of all, let's hear from one of our experts, his Ryan Clark, on where he thinks Watson ends up. This has been hard for me, and I think that's why it's been hard for Deshaun since he's been meeting with these teams. It's all about priorities, Jay. Like, what are your priorities? Are your priorities to win right away and have a ton of success as a team? Then I think you go to Cleveland because if you go to Cleveland, everything is set up around you with Kevin Stefanski, with the defense that's improving, with a great run game that you can now be successful, make huge plays, garner all these stats, and go up against some of the top quarterbacks in the AFC. Look, that's great. You go to the AFC, you've got an awful lot in front of you, Courtney. You go to the NFC. None of the choices in the NFC South are terribly exciting to me. I I don't think that the options for Deshaun Watson are all that great because basically what we're doing is setting the bar at slightly above the Texans as a place for him to go. Well, I think the Cleveland Browns are more than slightly above the Texans. I mean, the Carolina Panthers, yes, put them in that category. Please do that. The Atlanta Falcons, last I checked, they don't have a running game. They don't have any receivers because Russell Gage is now gone to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who you're going to have to face twice a year. Uh, Calvin Ridley suspended for the 2022 season. The Saints and the Cleveland Browns are really the only two teams that logically make sense if you are a football player that wants to go and compete. The other two do not. But the Browns have the most ready team for Deshaun Watson to come in and pick up where Baker Mayfield left off. Because it's clear to me, and I think just about everybody else who read the Instagram or the Twitter post from Baker Mayfield the other night that regardless if they land Deshaun Watson or not, that's done. That marriage is over and he's going to be somewhere else in 2022. If you bring Deshaun Watson in, to a place that has an offense that is a quarterback-friendly scheme with Kevin Stefanski, and now you can up the ante a little bit, more than just a little bit, with a player who can transcend a lot of what you the limitations are on quarterbacks in in traditional systems like that, it fits, it tracks, it makes the most sense for any team. The Saints, on the other hand... You know, a couple. If you asked like Mickey Loomis a month ago, they were supposed to be judicious and trying to fix their salary cap situation because eventually, it's going to come to a point where you're cutting players because you can't fix it anymore. I know that Saints fans hate when people talk about their salary cap because every single year they seem to get it fixed. They're only pushing this thing further down the road. So, while that team has a lot of pieces that can help you get back to competing for a Super Bowl or at least going deep in the playoffs and we expect, you know, Michael Thomas to be coming back this year fully healthy. It makes sense, but at the top of the list should be the Cleveland Browns given where they are right now. Yes, they missed the playoffs last season, but gosh, if you're in the AFC and you don't have a quarterback, good luck next year. And and that's why I think that Cleveland's making a really hard push here at the end. Well, I think it's good luck next year period in the AFC right now. I don't know that Watson really puts them and Watson's a great player, don't get me wrong, Courtney, but I don't know if he puts him that much closer to the rest of the group because not just are we focused on what Cleveland has to work with, what are they giving up here? I mean, is it as simple as, as all draft picks? I don't think so. I think Cleveland likely has to give up a, a good player to go with it. Does Cleveland have to give up Denzel Ward to go with it? I mean, Kareem, Kareem Hunt, maybe? Boy, I, I'd have that to do be better be, than would, a running back. 
I'd have to do better than a running you, back. Would you? You would package Baker Mayfield in that deal. Yep. And Kareem Hunt and yep. a first round draft pick and a second round draft pick. Maybe one of those you could at least put out till next year. I mean, do I want Baker Mayfield pick? if I'm the Texans? I don't know. You know, and and even they're so, still like rebuilding if, though. I, so I mean, they're in a spot where. If he's capable enough to run your offense, which is I know we're going to get into at some point, the indie conversation comes into the mix. If he's capable enough to do that, you can continue the rebuild process, which for the Texans is clearly another two to three years before they're ready to compete in the AFC South. You, you have Baker a lot Mayfield more faith. Could be that guy. You have a lot more faith in what the Browns are doing than than I do at this point, and I think it's. I think the Saints are probably the best of a bad lot, but I don't even feel great about that because Sean Payton's gone. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, and it sounds like the Saints are getting more and more likely, but what does that package look like? Are the Saints giving up Marcus Davenport? You know, what What are they giving up? They're not going to give up. You know, they just, they're probably losing to Ron Armstead. Like, if I'm, if I'm the Texans... I'm asking for Ryan Ramchek. I'm never getting him, but I'm, I'm asking for him. Like I, I, I think whatever these packages are for these teams that are mid-level in terms of talent at best right now, you're you're stripping them of some talent in getting Watson. Yes, you have your guy for the long term if you get him, but I don't love his options. And frankly, I'm I'm more surprised that a lot more teams are not involved in this. Yeah, but there have been teams that drew the line in the sand for maybe moral reasons, maybe because they don't want to give away their entire farm Mm. to another team for a quarterback that is going to be suspended more than likely this year for at least six to eight games. I can understand it from that perspective, but each team has a different reasoning. The other ones that would have made sense to potentially get in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes – of why they're not doing it. And, yeah, this is not a great lot for him to be sorting through. But then again, he does have that no-trade clause, and he will waive. These are clearly teams that he was considering because he will waive his no-trade clause to go to any of these four teams, at least we, so we think. I don't think Carolina would be one of those teams, but they're in the mix nonetheless. So in a couple of hours, maybe we know. It does feel a little bit... Um, like we're getting closer to that. I know that Nick Underhill had just reported Gail Benson, the owner of the New Orleans Saints, was part of that meeting, that second meeting with Deshaun Watson on Tuesday so, or on, on Wednesday. So maybe that means that they have the edge right now. Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. So what does a package look like? That goes for Deshaun Watson. How much do you have to give up? We ask our front office insider next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So what exactly does it look like to trade for Deshaun Watson? It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today. For the insight, we go out to the line and welcome in ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum, who brings us Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So, Mike, it looks like we're getting closer and closer. What are we doing? What are we doing? Hold on, Chris. I told you before we were coming back, I'll let you know when he's there. Have I told you he's there yet? No. You haven't right. told me he's there yet. Thank you. We can talk about it. <laughs> we can talk. Got, I said talk about it. Courtney, what do you and... think? I looked at the clock, and it said 1020. Eastern time, and I thought he was there. It's my bad. All good. It's my bad. All right, so he's not there yet. Thanks, Nuno. I'm not having a tough enough morning, Nuno. <laughs> oh man, we'll get to we'll get to Mike here in just a few minutes. But the thing about what the package looks like is very interesting to me because I just as I, as I mentioned earlier, it is just crazy to think about the idea of what the of, of how much you're going to have to give up to get to Sean Watson. And that is not dropping at all um, based on how he's available or why he's available right now with everything that has been going on around him. The thing that's going to be the most intriguing that we have been hearing about now for a year since he said he wanted out of Houston and the Texans were like, okay, we'll trade you, but we want a lot of first round picks considerable amount of second round picks like how many first rounders is it going to take and I've looked at their roster and thinking about the players that they could actually include in a trade you mentioned Marcus Davenport um, the defensive end who would be potentially be part of a trade maybe with like three first rounders a second round pick the one that like I think would be the worst case scenario for the New Orleans Saints is if they have to package Ryan Ramchek because your offensive line automatically becomes not as good as it was. Like that is, you might be, I think Teron Armstead, if Deshaun Watson ends up in New Orleans, Teron Armstead will resign with the New Orleans Saints. That's a no brainer to me. But if you lose Ryan Ramchek, you're probably also giving up three first round picks. You probably get away with not having to give up a second rounder, but that's three first and a starting offensive lineman who's been a stalwart for you his entire career. Okay, so let's talk about it some more. We'll get the insight right now from ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum, who brings us the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So, Mike, we're discussing what the potential package looks like in order to acquire Deshaun Watson. It sounds like the Saints are getting closer by restructuring all the contracts they did this morning and having a second meeting with him. If you are Nick Casario and the Houston Texans, what are you asking for from the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, great to be with you guys. And, uh, Courtney, congratulations on your promotion. Thank you. Um, I would be asking for uh, three first-round picks. So it starts – 
just there, and and you wouldn't go beyond that. You, if you're the Texans at this point, you just want the draft picks. You don't necessarily want players to go with it. Well, I, it all depends. If I can get a good young player who you know there's cost certainty for a number of years, absolutely. And I think we saw that a little bit, guys. When we go back to the Russell Wilson trade, take a player like Noah Fayette, first round pick, still under contract. So you guys mentioned someone like Ramchek. Um, sure, if I can come out of this with like a positional player or two, I'm absolutely going to do that if I can. Um, but I also know this, that last year I paid him $10 million not to play. Now, obviously, it's a very unique situation, guys. It is untenable for the Houston Texans to pay him $35 million not to play. So from that standpoint, while I would like to get additional, maybe a, a young player as well, if possible, if I come out of this with three first-round picks to, for a player that doesn't want to be there, i got to, at some point, basically cut my losses and, and pull the trigger. I want to ask about the Texans side of this before we inevitably get on to other trade scenarios, other teams, because I'm wondering what they're doing so far by trying to like get this band back together. I mean, keeping certain pieces in the secondary, which we've seen them already do at the start of free agency, you know, giving Eric Murray an additional two years, $10 million. Like what is the plan for Nick Casario, including what the hall could potentially be those, those three first round picks that you mentioned, like what, what are the Texans doing? Are they still, they're still rebuilding, but it kind of feels like this is a lot of last year happening again in 2022. Well, they did lose Justin Reed, right, who he went to Kansas City. Um, and I think they have to be aware, I got to think, Courtney, that, like, look, we're in a division that maybe we have a chance to be the third best team or the second. Um, we got a long way to go. The Tennessee Titans were, were the best team in the AFC last year, which, given all the other quarterbacks in the conference, it's sort of remarkable. But um, I think this is a reset with Lovey Smith. But I do think they have to make some progress. And keeping a couple of players or adding a couple of, like Coach Parcells had this expression, hold the four players, I think is helpful. Because you, you don't want to get in a situation where you had David Culley. That didn't work out for whatever reason. You bring back Lovie Smith, who's a very credible head coach in our league, um, and not give him a chance to, again, at least win enough games to be credible where you're actually making meaningful progress. So um, I think they do have to show progress at some point this season. ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum joining us. If you're one of these other teams, how are you trying to position yourself a little bit better when you hear that the Saints might be closing in on getting this done, Mike? Take me through a a GM's thought process when you start to hear that and you're really trying to go and make it happen for your team. Yeah, and again, we, we, we need to acknowledge that there was, you know, there's still 22 civil lawsuits pending, um, even though there's obviously not going to be criminal charges. So this is still, you know, a, a situation that um, you, you have to factor that in if you're one of these teams. But putting that aside, Chris, to answer your question, I would tell you the uh, – I would just try to be a great listener, understand what he's trying to accomplish, not only on the field but off the field, and really try to be a partner in, in every meaningful way and make sure that he understands that there's a long-term vision – for him to to do well, again, not only on the field, but off the field. The Atlanta Falcons came into the mix of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes this week, and there will be those like myself who look at this and say, 
how does this make sense other than it would be Deshaun Watson going home because he's from the Atlanta area. This team is not ready to compete right now, let alone, you know, for, for anything outside of in its division. Um, no receivers, no run game. How does Atlanta make sense here if you are evaluating Deshaun Watson waiving his no trade clause to end up going there? Well, I think, again, you're saying long-term, and you want to create an RO association. So just to pick a name, Jarvis Landry, let's say he doesn't have the market he once had or would like to have, and he has to go play on a one-year deal, and maybe he comes for the minimum. And now you create you know, this aura of association um, you know, from a standpoint of players want to come there, play for less money, um, and that's really how you have to – again, you're selling this that, hey, on paper, no, we're not great this year, but – we have a plan long-term, and more importantly, um, because you're here, other players are going to want to be here. Mike Tenenbaum with us, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin, and for Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. All right, then there are the other dominoes still to fall. Matt Ryan, there are the dominoes with Jimmy Garoppolo, guys like that. Let's start with Ryan if somehow he actually ended up in Atlanta as opposed to New Orleans, what would be the best spot for Ryan at that point? Oof, boy. Um, you know, I think a team like Cleveland is a has a really good roster. They just added Amari Cooper, David Njoku, uh, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. If you put him there, I think they have a chance to make the playoffs. But, again, you're going to a situation where – at best, you're the third-best quarterback in the AFC North just because you have a former MVP in Lamar Jackson, and you have Baker, uh, not Baker Mayfield, but Joe Burrow, who just led the team to the Super Bowl. So um, I think it helps Cleveland to have Matt Ryan, but I think it's amazing to say this, but they still have ways to go to close the gap on Cincinnati. Now, if Baker Mayfield, it feels like that that's a divorce that's waiting to happen, whether Cleveland ends up getting Deshaun Watson or not. Where do you think makes the most sense for him to go for the 2022 season? Chris and I were tossing around the idea of Indianapolis, considering all you really need to do in that offense is just run the offense. But is there a different fit that you see possible? Uh, I love Indy for the reasons you just said. Um I think they have a really good team. He can come in. He doesn't have to, you know, be a superhero. He can give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. They could throw it 20, 25 times a game. And then, you know, the other team to me would be Seattle. They have Drew Locke. They have a ninth pick, and maybe they love Kenny Pickett. Maybe they love Malik Willis. Um, but, boy, you know, if you could bring in a guy like Baker Mayfield, let him compete with Drew Locke, presumably he'll win the job. And maybe he turns into a little bit of a Kirk Cousins where, you know, he's a solid B. He's not great, but you can win a lot of games with him. All right, Mike, last one for me. We're talking to Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. Uh, As you now start to see all of that now come into place, is there a spot for Jimmy Garoppolo that the 49ers would end up sending him to at that point? Or does it make more sense right now for Garoppolo to be with the Niners based on maybe some uncertainty with Trey Lance this early in his career? Yeah, I've said it for a while now. Like, I'm hard-pressed. Someone needs to explain to me, like, why would they want to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo? I, I, I just don't understand that. Like, they have a good team. And 
we saw last year, guys, all the teams that struggle with depth at quarterback, right? And Daniel Jones gets hurt. And up until then, you know, say what we want, but the Giants were competitive. I mean, Chris, you, you live in the market. You know, they weren't great, but they were in games, you know, and then they played Jacob Fromm and Mike Lennon, and obviously the rest is history. You, you look at Kyle Murray getting hurt, and Colt McCoy goes out and wins a lot of games for them. So, to me, they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So, why would you be moving on from a quarterback that you know that you've won with? Mike, great stuff. Appreciate the insight, as always. going to be a very, very interesting 24 hours here with Deshaun Watson. Totally agree. Thanks so much for having me, guys. That's Mike bringing us the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. The job search can be a frustrating journey filled with long, lonely hours on the computer and countless attempts to get noticed by employers. ZipRecruiter gets it. No one wants to feel alone in their job search. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They save you time by sending you jobs you can apply to with just one click. And they pitch your profile to employers so you stand out. Job seekers feel the love. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com. You know, Courtney, on the Mayfield front, there is this debate that still exists because of people like me about whether or not he can actually still be a franchise quarterback. And normally when it comes to immaturity and you're at an age of 27 as he is, and that's still a factor, I'm more likely to say, you know what, the guy is who he is, and it's not changing at this point. But for whatever reason, I I think it's primarily based out of the injury for last year. If I'm another team, if I am the Colts, I don't necessarily think it's such a bad thing to go take a shot, not just as you're saying to just come and run the offense, but maybe he can figure it out finally here, and maybe this has just all been a, a learning experience that he needed to go through, and hopefully he grows up from it. Am I being naive here by thinking that? No, there's a lot to not like about Baker Mayfield. But the fact of the matter is, if you're the Cleveland Browns and, you know, whoever's putting it out there that they want a quote adult at quarterback, like let's, you know, let's consider what Deshaun Watson, I mean, some of the off the field stuff aside, uh, are you really getting that much of an upgrade in that, in, in that factor, like as an adult at quarterback? I think that you have to look at what Cleveland did last year with Baker Mayfield, who played an entire season for you, injured. Injury after injury. The shoulder, like he was going through that. He gets surgery right in the beginning of the offseason. There's something to be said about that. I know that he might not be the most mature quarterback. He certainly is not shy about saying how he, what he feels, how he feels about things publicly. And if you don't like that, that's okay. But You can't deny the fact that he put it all out there on the line last year for Cleveland. And he was trying to do whatever he could to get that team to the playoffs because they were teetering with it down the end of the season and to help himself get what he wanted, which was long-term security from the franchise that drafted him. Obviously, none of that came to fruition, but you can't deny that he did everything that he could, physically speaking, last year to play through the season. I mean, he didn't quit at any point, which I think is a very important thing, especially after the stuff that came down 
when Odell Beckham got traded and, you know, that fractured relationship between quarterback and wide receiver and how he got hung out to dry there, really, he still played through the season. He didn't say anything negative about OBJ on the way out. Like, I think that that should be taken into account and giving him a fresh start in a place like Indianapolis might be what he needs. I, you know, Seattle, potentially, is another team that you could look at saying, hey, that's a, would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Drew Locke? That's an obvious answer. Yeah. So I look at this, and I think a fresh start for him is needed, and there's a number of different teams that could make it work. I like Indy, though, for a lot of different reasons, because you're not asking him to come in and do anything more than he's already capable of doing, which is running that offense. The job search can be a long, frustrating one. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They send you jobs you can apply to with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin, in for Greeny today. I want to peel back the curtain here for a moment because we had just a little while ago when we came back and we were bringing in Mike Tannenbaum, an unfortunate moment. Nuno, might I bring you in here for a moment? Sup. Were you on the air before when you told me that Mike is not there yet, and I will tell you when he is there? Yes, I did say that on the air. Why? You What's did up? say that on the air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, because apparently what I told you off air, you didn't listen. So I figured, like, let me hop on air and tell you that, hey, by the way, I told you Mike wasn't there. See, this is why I'm bringing you behind the curtain. There's a tone. There's a tone. It was a bad moment for me. I will absolutely admit to that. Am I at my best this morning? No, but that's no excuse. It's no. It's Baker Mayfield. If you're out on the field and you're playing hard, doesn't matter. Nobody cares. You're out there. So we're like we're right equating you to like Rutgers right now. You're just not. No. At, you're not at your best. No, I'm. What I. In <laughs> wow. my job, my job. First of all, but there is a tone in your voice. And yes, that is, Courtney, am I missing it? Was there an edge when he said it then? And was there an edge just now? of pure annoyance after I listened to five and a half minutes during the break about eating all these disgusting things and losing bets in NCAA tournament uh, bets when when there are upsets. And I didn't, like, I'm all of that is jumbling in my brain, and I missed one thing that he said. I heard a shred of annoyance. Bubba first came in, though, and said he's not there yet. Like, real quick, I heard it. Um and then someone's then paying I, attention. Then that I heard I did not the hear. shred of annoyance. From no, there now. is a lot of annoyance in my voice. Uh, wow. Uh, uh, today, uh, but I fi- I could have gone. Is it because further. that I'm here? Do no, I bring no, no, the you annoyance tr- out? He's not even hiding. He's just trust me. Right yes, you were just. You were it's not least, annoyance. You it, the, is, it is. It is. disdain. You were the last person. You were the last person that. On that list of who who's annoyed me recently, um, I'm but, just the one you're taking it out on then. because I can I can unfortunately for you right is is like I can't like but someone in this room said hey once Mike was there that I should have popped on and say hey Mike's been holding get to him what are you doing I didn't do that well I'm not blaming you for anything all I'm saying is yes I messed up I I absolutely own that. The tone, the the tone was just, it was, I thought a little uncalled for. At least they didn't say that we need an adult in the room. This is right? true. We don't need an adult hosting this radio show because <laughs> what fun would that be? And if you're looking for You're not for getting him, the Cleveland Brown slander. Yes, the adult will be back tomorrow if that's what you're looking <laughs> for.
Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Nets are just trying to make sure they can cement their way into the play-in. And last night... Mavs did him in late. Game winner by the former net, Spencer Dinwiddie. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus and growing companies. There are two kinds of CFOs, the ones overwhelmed with manual processes, errors, and lack of control of the numbers, and the one who uses NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. With visibility and control of financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. The CFOs that get it, get it. The CFOs that don't, don't. Head to NetSuite.com slash Greeny for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. NetSuite.com slash Greeny. 888-SAY-ESPN. Let's t- let's take a call. Mike from North Carolina. Mike, what's going on? You're up on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thank you. Love your show. Uh, biggest question y'all haven't addressed yet, and it's just really bothering me. Will Baker do a commercial with a moving truck and an eviction notice on the front of the Brown Stadium? <laughs> That's my biggest concern. <laughs> if he's smart, he will. If he has a sense of humor, he will. If he gets um, If he gets paid, he will. I don't think Progressive does moving services. I don't think that they, but they will give you insurance for commercial trucks. As yes. I've said many times on this station. So if he wants to get his own 18 wheeler and load it up and then get Progressive to insure that truck, then sure. I'm sure. I'm just trying to tie it company. into his already, like, you know, multi million dollar endorsements that he has. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alexander's listen. moving service wants to all of a sudden like give him a deal for that. There not is giving n- anybody ideas. There is no question. And that would be like, that is a brilliant campaign to tell you the truth. That is a brilliant idea. Like you should get, if you're not in advertising, you should get in advertising right now. 
Mike. Please do. Uh, for your own sake, for that matter, because you can make a lot of money. You know, Nets could have used Kyrie Irving last night, but guess what? They couldn't play him in Brooklyn. And Courtney, he cannot play in Brooklyn for another week. Uh he cannot play for the Nets, rather, I should say, for another week because that's how long it is before uh, they are back on the road when he is eligible to play only three more times during the regular season. And, you know, as we heard from New York City Mayor Eric Adams over the weekend, this is not changing anytime soon about one player. And, and frankly, it's easily fixable. And you're right, sir. You're right. And you're right. Thank you. Listen, you're right. Kyrie can play tomorrow. Get vaccinated. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Guys heckling him because Kyrie's not playing. Now we're running into it with the Yankees and Mets, too. But this is what has really um, been maddening, Courtney. Whatever you believe on the vaccinations, that's up to you. It's an easily fixable situation. And somebody who's enforcing the law is not necessarily to blame when it can be fixed in five seconds. Understood. And I agree with Kevin Durant in the sense that the mandate in New York City doesn't seem to make a whole ton of sense. Why can Kyrie Irving be in the building at Barclays and sit in the stands and watch his team? Like, Kevin Durant is correct in saying that, but Kyrie Irving is not a martyr. He's not a victim, no matter how much it's being painted that way right now. And you feel the loss of his presence in games like last night where there's a closeout three to win the game. Two days ago, he dropped 60 in Orlando, and he leaves his teammates in awe of that, in the front office in awe of that, and be like, hey, wouldn't it be nice to have that on a regular basis? Like, he just keeps defying what everybody has been saying that he needs to do in order to get back. So when this team might be in the play-in tournament and if they end up facing Toronto in a place where he's not able to play, he'd be able to be there. Like, and he's just like, just constantly saying, no, I will not do it. I will not comply. And so there's an easy way to fix it. He's just not choosing to do the easy thing. What, what I really don't understand from Durant's standpoint, and I do actually to a degree, he's looking for somebody to blame. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's frustrated. He's frustrated. He doesn't want to publicly go after Kyrie for this. I don't know publicly what he's or privately what he said to him, but there also has to be some looking in the mirror here from Durant because he's the one that followed Kyrie here. Like they they put this together, and given what Kyrie's history is, we're clear on one thing. Basketball is not the most important thing in his life, and and he's made that very clear for a very long time. So coming to Brooklyn in trusting Irving, you're trusting the wrong guy. It's not that he's a bad guy. It's just what's his level of priority? Winning a championship is not at the top of the list. And if the Nets lose early in the postseason, which, I mean, I still – we and I, you and I talked about this last week after the 76ers win that they had, and you know a lot of Brooklyn fans are saying, "Okay, look, like they're on the up and up." You know, if they end up doing what we think would is going to happen and, and lose early, I wonder if at that point his tone finally shifts. Kevin Durant's that is because you have nobody else left to blame other than like the root of the source. There's nobody left. Nobody left whatsoever, and Until it's going to get harder. Kyrie harder. Irving. Yeah. That, that that's it that's it and right now 
They are in the eighth spot, and they will be playing the Toronto Raptors in a play-in. You can't play in Canada. And then even if they won that game, they would be hosting the winner of the 9-10 game. Can't play in that game either. Problems abound. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.